Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking to you about how to incorporate coaches' development into every one of your meetings. And before I do that, I wanna take a step back and just talk about this idea of meetings. I find that regular, weekly, or bi-weekly, or at the worst, monthly, but generally it's weekly or bi-weekly meetings. These are one of the telltale signs of an established gym that is treating their gym like a real business and not like a hobby, okay? And I find it is just a very good uh, litmus test to decide of whether or not you are treating your gym like a real business or like a hobby is whether or not you have regular meetings or not. And I find that a lot of people who don't have regular meetings, one of the reasons they don't do regular meetings is that they don't feel like they have enough really good topics to talk about. They know they should be doing coaches development. They know they should be meeting weekly with their team or regularly with their team, but they're not doing it because they've either done it in the past or they haven't committed to it because they don't feel like they have enough topics to talk about or enough really good coaches development tools and drills to do in each one of those meetings. There's also a category of people who have done coaches meetings in the past and they found them to be ineffective because they didn't have these tools and ideas and those meetings turned into complaining sessions and they had coaches just basically airing out their dirty laundry in these meetings and nothing productive was really getting done. And then there's a third category of people who are doing regular meetings. They see them as, as important. They understand why they need to be doing them, but they're running out of good ideas to do regular coaches development or to make those meetings worthwhile for the teams and themselves. So I want to talk about three simple drills that you guys can do as coaches development tools that can be recurring tools for you. So you could use all three or you could literally use just one of these three ideas and just keep doing it over and over and over again in each one of your, your meetings. These all have legs in that sense where you can reuse them over and over again. So my favorite one and the one that we probably use the most is what we'll call class participation and sharing. So every week we require all of our coaches to get in at least one class from the previous week. We now have a staff, luckily, where every single of our, one of our coaches is getting into classes three, four, five, six times a week. Every single one of our coaches is hitting our committed club that we call it, um, which is basically 15 classes in a month. So that's how we like our staff to be is where all of our coaches are regularly participating in those classes. But even if you have a staff where people have their own training or they're doing things and they're not getting into classes, I would still make it a requirement for them to get in at least one class per week so you can do this class participation and sharing drill in each of your meetings. And I think it's a nice minimum buy-in for everyone to have to be able to put themselves in the customer's shoes regularly and often to feel what that experience feels like, not just from the coaching perspective, but from the member's perspective. Okay, and once everyone does a class each week, when we get to the weekly meeting, they get the floor, every coach gets the floor for a couple minutes to share four different things. Number one is one specific thing that they loved about that class that they took. Number two is one specific thing that they thought could be improved about the class that they took. Number three is a member win from the previous week. And number four is a humble brag, something that worked really well for them on the floor that they wanna share with the rest of the team. So let's go down those four really quick. The one specific thing that they loved about the class. What we're going to generally find here is that coaches are going to be very vague at first. And the key word here is specific. It needs to be specific in order to be valuable, in order for us to continue to keep doing that thing rather than just be a very general vague 
thing. So typically what we'll hear is at first coaches will say, the warm-up was fun, the workout was fun, you know, it was a great workout, um, you know, it was hard workout, like they'll be very vague in general. And those things are not valuable to us to improve upon. So we want to hear things like, hey, what I loved about your explanation is I love how you broke down the dumbbell snatch. I love the cues and the progressions you use. It really helped me to kind of mentally frame it in my head. And I saw a couple people next to me, some of the newer members, really grasp the movement and move better because of the way that you explained it. Okay, that's a lot more tangible. And a coach can build upon that in future classes when it's explained in that way. The next thing is they're going to bring to the table one specific thing that they thought could be improved about the class that they took. And again, specificity is key. The other aspect that I want to bring to the table with this, though, is that any type of improvements or critiques should have been given to that coach prior to the meeting for that week. Okay, this is something where we talk about like praising um, in a group setting, but whenever you're critiquing to try to do it on a one on one basis, we want to open the doors for our coaches to get used to critiquing each other and openly sharing feedback and just getting that feedback loop going 24 seven. Okay, so any critiques that people are bringing in those meetings, they should have already communicated it to that other coach prior to the meeting via text, via phone, via email, however they want to do it, it should have been said in advance. It shouldn't be any surprises, okay? It's okay if positive things are surprises, but those you know seemingly potential negatives or improvements should have already been brought to that coach prior to that. The third category is that member win from the previous week. What we're looking for here is a chance for all of us to share in the success that our members are having. Okay, so what we typically find, I mean, we've had staffs, and now we have a staff of eight, we're about to hire our ninth. Um, we can be anywhere from eight to 12 on our staff at any given time. And what we found is that even though two or three people might hear about a positive thing that happened from the previous week, if we don't actively go out of our way to share it in a meeting, then a lot of people don't hear about those things, right? This is things like, hey, a member just came up to me and told me they've lost 20 pounds in starting. Another member is down 5% body fat. This member just PR'd this workout by two minutes or PR'd their squat by 20 pounds. All these things don't get communicated well enough amongst our teams. And this is a really cool way to, number one, add some positivity to your meetings and start to celebrate it. Um, but reconnect to your why of why you do what you do and get everybody understanding the type of positive impact that you're having on your members and on your local community. And then the fourth category is that humble brag. And this is an opportunity for coaches to share something that worked really well for them that other coaches probably didn't see, right? A lot of us coach alone. Sometimes we're coaching with another coach, but a lot of times when we're coaching, we don't have someone watching over our every move. We don't have someone celebrating in all of our successes. So, you know, we might try something in class. Maybe we try a different cue. Maybe we explain something a certain way and it really landed with that class and that, you know, someone moved a lot better because of that cue or a class got a much better stimulus out of the workout because of the way we explained it. And I think it's a really good opportunity for coaches to be able to share those things that worked really well for them that the rest of the group didn't see. Um, and again, specificity is always key here. The more specific we can be with that thing that really worked, the more tangible it is for someone else to be able to take it and implement it into their own coaching, okay? So that class participation and sharing, you can literally 
open every single meeting or close every single meeting with that, just going around the room, giving each of your coaches the floor for two to four minutes and allowing them to talk about each one of those categories. The second category that I'm gonna touch on is the coach's corner, okay? This is something that we actually haven't done in a while. Um, We've actually brought on more recently, we brought on outside people like chiropractors and PTs to kind of run this coach's corner, but it can be a really effective way to have your coaches expand on their own knowledge and improve their abilities to learn and synthesize information and teach it to others. So the way that this would typically break down is let's say you have five coaches on your staff, you would give each of your coaches uh, a time slot in your meeting for each of the next five weeks, okay? So one coach would have week one, what one coach would have week two, one would have week three, one would have week four, one would have week five. And you probably wanna give them at least 10 days notice, 14 days notice on this, so they have time to pick a topic, prepare for that topic, and be able to present it to the group. And all you're gonna do is give them the floor for you know 10 to 20 minutes, maybe more in some cases, but 10 to 20 minutes is usually fine where they get to teach the coaches about something that they feel like they're an expert on or maybe something that they're just learning on. Maybe it's um, a topic where they're talking about a book or a podcast that they just recently read or listened to that they felt was really impactful that they wanna share with the rest of the team. Maybe it's someone who's doing a nutrition course or another, just did a specialty course like a gymnastics course or a online lesson planning course and they're teaching those aspects to the group. Okay, so not only does it allow the group to get the knowledge from the coach, but your coach who's learning about this topic is gonna learn about it on such a deeper level once they're forced to teach it and coach it to others. So it's a really cool way to um, get your team more on the same page while also improving the abilities of each individual coach. And then the third category of coaches development that I wanna hit on is what we'll call movement brainstorms and breakouts. Okay, and you can kind of take this a couple different ways. This will probably even spark some ideas for you guys to do something even completely differently from what I'm saying on here. But the two ways that I'm thinking of is, one is to just take a movement, take a movement like the back squat and go to an area in your gym where you guys can set up a bar, set up a bar on the rack and just nerd out on everything that you know about the back squat. So you talk about the stance, the grip, the points of performance. You talk about variations of the back squat like low bar and high bar and how they might be different and where they might be be applicable for different types of athletes. You talk about the common errors for the back squat and common corrections, right? Go through visual, verbal, tactile cues to improve the back squat. You can talk about accessory movements for improving the back squat or scaling the back squat for injured athletes and how you might attack that. And you can just really nerd out on everything that you guys know on the back squat and just kind of take turns like round robin style where people are just hopping in and showing something, uh, spitting out an idea, and then everyone's just kind of building on it. And then you can have someone in the group that takes notes to start to track this information and streamline it, put it in a more organized fashion so that you guys can revisit this information and, and learn from it for months and years to come. Another way to do this is very similar to the level two or the level three might run where you would have a coach teach that movement to a portion of your group and then you have other coaches out there observing, providing feedback and usually you're going to give the coach the floor for three to five minutes to kind of teach this to a small group and then you'd spend another five minutes breaking out what you liked about how they taught it, what things they missed Um, and that's a really cool way to get some hands-on coaching experience 
and in-person real-time feedback on that, okay? So literally those three categories, the class participation and sharing, the weekly coaches corner, and those movement brainstorms and breakouts could be used an endless amount of times to try to incorporate coaches development into each one of your meetings. And I think that should be the goal. You know, if there's going to be times where you have these housekeeping topics like events or an issue in the gym that suck up a lot of time in your meetings. But for the most part, our goal should be trying to incorporate some kind of coaches development into every single one of our meetings, regardless of how often we're meeting with our team. So that's all I have for you guys today. If you guys love topics like this, then you would be a great fit for the Rockstar Coaching Course 2.0 that's going to be coming out here soon. So head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash rockstarweightlist to get on the waitlist for the Rockstar Coaching Course 2.0, and we'll keep you up to date on when that's going to be released. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out to andrew at crossfitpalmbeach.com. And I would also appreciate a five-star review. If you guys have gotten value out of this podcast, out of this episode, I would highly appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. But other than that, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.